0: wake up wake up wake up ghetto children it's your girl Jess just be real and welcome back for another episode of just be real podcast today we got the realest Brittany Roberson who's my best friend that's my best friend but let's get into it so today's topic It's called Money Making Missions. We know as females we can hustle, we can grind. The black man can hustle and grind. Black people can hustle in the community and make something out of nothing. And it's not like Don't doubt a Queen, but we got a little bit of a twist. Uh, Definitely there's some professions out there that we degrade and aren't considered real professions to make money. But at this point, my best friend's the best one to speak on it. So, let's get real. So now we have my best friend. That's my best friend. That's my best friend. So outside of being my best friend and my line sister, I told you I can't hope that Delta just <laughs> just got so many people that's just flourishing out here. Introduce yourself, Britt.
1: Well, I'm Brittany. You know,
0: you know. <laughs> She's so stupid. Um, but yeah,
1: I'm a dancer, bartender, student. <laughs> With everything. Multifaceted, jack of all
0: trades. I just do everything.
1: <laughs>
0: pretty much. So. so yeah, they know you that you're my best friend, my last sister. Ace. Ace. Let them know. Let them know how they do, how you do. Okay, so we're just gonna jump right in because you know me. I don't, I don't waste time. I just get right to the nitty gritty. So you said you're a dancer, bartender slash. I do everything. Go to school, multifaceted. Just pretty much a modern day uh-huh. 24, so, we're just going to jump into it. You said you're a dancer, as we already stated. What is your true motivation?
1: Um, taking that money and just investing in myself, really. Like, taking that money and doing it for school. If I want to start a business, I can put it in a business, that kind of thing. That's been my motivation lately, just taking the money and being wise with it.
0: I mean, because it's like you a modern-day 21st century diamond or whatever from the Players Club pretty much at this point. Like, Pretty much. That's really because literally you already have a degree. So what y'all might not know is Brittany already has a bachelor's in public health. She has a master's. We both graduated pretty much at the same time from the same university, moment and you. And now she's back in school to f- pursue her passion for nursing. And out here trying to still, you know, go ahead and get this money. So do you feel people demise who you are or try to look down on you because of your current professional your past as like being a dancer slash bartender all right sorry y'all for the technical difficulties you know my, my macbook's telling me it's time to reinvest um even though i've had it since junior year and we don't we're not gonna do the math okay besides the point so Brittany, you're a modern day diamond as you stated Um, do you feel people demise who you are or look down on you because of your current profession in your past of, like, being a dancer and a bartender, even though you're well-educated?
1: Uh, yes and no. Yes, because they have that stereotype of dancers and bartenders, and they feel like every girl has done that, or every girl has fit to that stereotype. But no, because a lot of people nowadays, they're kind of like, okay, you a hustler. Like, you getting your money. Like, that's what you gotta do to make your money, so... Do what you gotta do to you know make your coin, so it's like a yes or no. I think it's starting to turn a little bit though, because people now are like they want to make a quick dollar, so they like whatever I can do to make a girl. quick dollar,
0: day. girl. Because you oh know, because we both know I am very upset right now, especially I with this B Simone fiasco. Okay, if y'all don't know, but many of y'all probably do know, I am a huge B. Simone fan. We know, like, literally, I'm sitting in my living room right now looking at the picture her and I took in October, looking at the book that Brit got me as a gift of Baby Girl Manifest Your Life to the point it's just like, baby girl, you plagiarized? Why? But I feel like also, too, with that, it's a, it's a double standard, though, Brit, because the, black, the white people always jack our style and jack our stuff and never give us credit so i'm not mad i'm mad at b because of how she did it and i feel like she probably knew she was in the wrong but she i think it's the accountability part that's getting me tight but i think more so it's the fact of i'm not mad I- i'm a little bit mad at what you did but i'm not kind of mad at how you did it because they always take a shit from us exactly i'm like at least you're
1: gonna gave them credit
0: You know what I'm saying? And for Shorty to out you on social media and you not saying nothing at all, it's kind of like, well, girl, what are you doing, baby girl? And everybody keeps saying, baby girl, you're trying to manifest a lawsuit. This whole week. Okay, you've already failed with the protest statements and comments. (laughs) Then you failed with the comments (laughs) about niggas having a 9 to 5. And then you do this. It's like, baby girl, what is you doing? (laughs) Be quiet. Okay, like just sit down somewhere, anime. If I thought it was Skittles, i
1: thought it was, man, you need to
0: sit down. Bro, what Skittles was talking about with that whole situation, I'm not believing it. No tea, no shade. I'm sorry, it's just no like way I in said, hell. I
1: think she was doing too much too soon, and she overlooked things. When you do too much too soon, are you putting too much on your plate, and you're trying to rush everything, and not let it organically happen it's a difference between manifesting and letting it organically have it and manifesting and just pushing it. Cause you pushed it on this one and now it's coming out the light. Now you can just sat in your corner,
0: yeah it's protest. it's not a it's not a good look it's really not a good this look. this one
1: never even came
0: out right and that's and that's a part of the whole thing with money making missions like and admissions has a capital m-i-s-s because it's mainly geared towards the women i'll have something for the the black men um when i get my other best friend on in a couple weeks um yes. but uh i just feel like with your profession people are so quick to judge and they don't look at the fact like okay she might be a dancer she might be a bartender But I don't know this girl's background or her story. So I don't know what she might have. She might be a lawyer. She might be whatever. not saying, you know, lawyers, it's possible. But it's just like, you never know. And I think that's what's always pissed me off. Because people always ask me, like, how do you feel about your best friend or your line sister being a dancer? I'm like, am I supposed to feel a way? Like, she makes her money. First of
1: all, I'm not the only one. Number
0: one. But we're not going to go there. Okay, we're not going to go there.
1: Because that one we're gonna leave that alone we're gonna leave that one alone
0: cause we, we, we only do people like like how Amanda Seals does people I like okay so people I like is you exactly so we're gonna talk about the realest um, which is you
1: in a bigger club people don't because they don't have that time to sit down and talk to you and actually try to get to know you in a smaller club they had that time they wanna know like why are you here like, why are you doing this um I know when I was in Miami those girls were real estate agents lawyers doctors nurses they was making already six figures outside of the six figures they were making in the club. So
0: so you would you look know. at that as like being greedy or like pretty much at that point you feel like it's something where it's kind of just like I'm doing this because I like to do it or I'm used to it because it's my day-to-day?
1: They, a lot of them, they were used to it. They were in the game for years. And then the other girls, they were just like, I'm going to be, you know, they weren't being greedy. They were just like, this is my play money. Like, this is the money that I use to go on vacation and you know spend my little coin on some clothes but my money money like being a doctor or a nurse that's like to pay my bills and savings and like the important stuff but dancing money was more for like their kids or I want to buy this for myself I want to buy Louis Vuitton for myself like that kind of thing
0: so, which I makes mean, sense though because like you're not entitled to do something i feel like at that point you're not entitled but like you're doing it because like you said you're used to the it, money but it's like it's play money because at the same token you're stacking like you've been stacking money like you've been stacking exactly. your bread and it's because you have an end goal to reach what you got to do to make your mission by to with making this money like right outside of the situation of what's going on so like working in miami because you mentioned you worked in miami and then going back to delaware where you're currently at now and we were pretty much raised and went to school at what was the biggest transition from like the miami to the delaware life i
1: would say the money (laughs) there was like three things first was the money because down there they're more party like they just want to party they don't mind throwing the money out they're not cheap they're just like okay i don't care whatever but down there, also, Hennessy is, like, $2. Up here, it's, like, $10. So, it's, like... $10. I'm sorry. Come it's again?
0: Hennessy's how much?
1: It's, like, $2. Like, they'll be, like, $2 Tuesdays on everything. Excuse penny. me. Like, I very, need to like... go
0: to Miami. Hello. How you doing?
1: But down south, is like that. They're more, like, you get more bang for the buck. Where up this is true. Is more, they're pinching the penny. So... One was the money, because up here they're cheap, they want more for $60, but down there they're more, they just want to have a good time, it's touristic, so of course they just want to spend money, and the culture, like customers-wise and girl wise customer-wise, they just want to have fun, they're not really there for the the whole shebang, they just want to be entertained, whatever. And up here, customers are more like, I want the extras, I want this, I want that, I want this, and I want that. And I'm entitled to this. And it's just too much with the customer. And girl-wise, girls up here are catty. They're very- Girl,
0: I'm about cute. to say the drama, because the stories you <laughs> be telling me, I be yeah. like, sis, you're lying. That's not real.
1: It's so much more drama. Down there, they might not like you, but they're going to they gonna make their bread with you. Like, they're more about their business. They might not like you, but I think we're going to be in this section, we're going to make our money together. And then we're going to count our money, separate it, and go about our day. Right. Up here, it's like if I don't like you, you're not making money with me. And that's not how you can be because this is a hustle. It's dog-eat-dog, dog, but it doesn't have to be there because there's plenty of money to go around.
0: So. And that's what I always wonder because, listen, I don't you know me. I be watching movies and stuff and I look at the Players Club and you know how Dollar Bill was like, you got to pay me my money, you got to pay my money. And it's like, I know y'all pay a house charge. Like, y'all have to pay the house first and then whatever is left mm-hmm. over, y'all take. So how, how does that work?
1: Um, it's different in every club. So like I'll use this for example, G five Miami, you pay as soon as you walk in. Depending on what time you come in, is how much you're paying. You could be paying twenty five dollars during daytime. You might be paying two hundred dollars just to dance, depending on what time you come in. Now up here, the bigger clubs are like that, but the smaller clubs aren't. They're kinda more like at the end of the night you just pay
0: whatever
1: percentages. Yeah. Okay. So I know my club is if you get dances that goes towards your house fee so each club is different and augusta girl you was playing house fee the bartenders was getting like 20 percent. like it was just too much like, damn oh you're God,
0: paying the bartenders <laughs> too
1: <laughs> yeah you do touch the bar. like i do it just because because the bartenders don't have to do what they're doing
0: this like, is true. You're serving
1: me I'm
0: and you're a bartender on top of being a dancer so you know both the it's, both worlds
1: exactly so that's one thing but and then sometimes you got to the dj the security It, it, you bitch
0: this sound like a whole nine to five like when they take out taxes you got to take medicare state tax federal tax
1: and a lot of people don't understand that dancing is and girls who are just starting dancing too they don't understand this is still a job it's still a work it might be more free but it's still a job at the end of the day it's still a business
0: right because it has to flow own business right <laughs> you're just working for self you're self self-employed
1: self-employed exactly um,
0: so would you say like was nightclub life like a choice more for you or was it like a survival tactic both so the only reason i say
1: both because right now it's more of a choice for me because <laughs> i'm choosing to be in this
0: lifestyle word because bitches educated with two degrees going on number right. three
1: but it's really hard to get out of this lifestyle because it's fast money. But even me and you talk, where I was like, I'm probably gonna get a nine to five and still do this because I'm trying to stack up, really. You know, I'm doing my moves.
0: I just want y'all wow. to know, Brittany used to work at 9 to 5 and still work at the and club. <laughs> like, I'd be like, bitch, what is you? How is you doing this? But that would be the same way how she would look at me. Like, how are you working at Apple and still working in your and career field? And you're working seven days a week, too. So, like, we both, we be money-making missions. And nothing stops the grind out here, people. Like, don't let, like, don't let money be the root of your evil where that's all you're going after. But if you know, because I know I'm an expensive bitch. Like, I like nice things. I'm, I'm not, like, know you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, fru- I'm not frugal, but I know how to... I'm, if, even though I got, like, two, I could have three k in my savings, and I'll have, like, $300 in my bank account, and somebody's like, oh, let's go out. I'm sorry I'm broke. whole I'm time broke. I'm not really broke, but I don't like going below a $300 balance in my bank account, so I'm not going I'm anywhere, broke. baby boy. I'm not going anywhere, baby girl. I'm not. No,
1: I'm broke.
0: Okay, because I'm pretty sure I can probably get a bottle and do what you're about to do outside. You can do it right in the crib. Okay? Um...
1: But when I started dancing, it was more survival because I was homeless. So it was more like me trying to survive and what I needed to do to keep a roof over my head, keep me clothed, keep me like food in my stomach. Um, But like you just said, touching on that, like, I think that's a problem nowadays. People try to keep up too much with the Joneses. And I'd be like, I'm broke. And the whole time I'd be looking real, like, real hefty in my bank account. But I'd be like, no, I'm broke
0: because niggas are be trying this because it's at this i think also too it comes with age like because we've gotten older and you're already 30 i ain't making there yet but i'm gonna just let y'all know um be real fam bam oh y'all got two months august 27 just want to slip that in there um but like as you get older a lot of the stuff we was doing like when we was in college when we was younger it's kind of like i spent all this money for what yes, when i could have just been at home because i could sit at home rather than sitting in a section i could sit at home and drink a bottle and be on Snapchat or be on Instagram the same way I'm doing it in the club and I just paid money and paid for $50 worth of drinks when I could have just got a whole freaking liter of Henny for that same price. And
1: it's like, it's cool to do once in a while just to get out, meet new people. But I think about the same thing. Like, I'd be like, I could be at home in my pajamas getting drunk. Like, listen to music I want to listen to because I'm tired of hearing the same six song in the club, first of all. Hello. Second of all, I could be at home. MIP days being drunk and being safe because I'm not driving nowhere, <laughs>
0: okay. So you can't get a DUI from the couch, is
1: that yeah? What you I gonna do? Uh, driving while walking, like okay,
0: drunk under the uh, dr- drunk while wa- driving while walking, you know,
1: <laughs> drunk while walking, okay. okay. So it does come with age too. And being foolish with my money before it kind
0: of child, right. you better talk about it because. I don't think people understand the financial literacy of what it is with not being so foolish, like, credit and, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that Mm -hmm. comes with age and wisdom or you making the mistakes to learn. Like, if you're going to be on this mission to make this money, make sure you have a sole purpose of what you're going to do because I will take an 850 credit score over a million dollars any day.
1: Any day. And I think, to um, to touch on that, I think that was my biggest mistake my first year dancing when I went to Miami. Because I would make, like, two or three racks a night and then blow it the next day. And, not be and now I'm looking back at it, like, I was young and I wasn't used to that money. But I could have done something with that money. <laughs> like, I would really be sitting there like, girl, you could have played like, a whole, you could have paid bills. Okay,
0: you could have <laughs> like, paid off something. That, okay. That could have been a car. Okay. A yeah, yeah, didn't even know it what are you doing? <laughs> but like you said, like you were homeless and you were pretty much trying to survive. Like, so do you feel a lot of girls get into the profession because they're trying to survive? And it's like, it's like you said, it's quick money. So I know I can get a quick buck and not have to sit here and go through the whole extraness of the government and taking out taxes and having to worry about getting paid every other week or semi semi monthly, that kind of thing.
1: So, no, they're not nowadays they're not doing it for survival. They're doing it because it's being glorified number one, which we're gonna talk about that in the later.
0: <laughs> I mean that's part of my look, that's part of my questions for later, but you know, yeah, we can we'll, look we'll get we'll get to that part.
1: It's being glorified too because people don't understand that it's still a business. When you make that much money, you're supposed to claim taxes on it. That stuff catches up to you. I don't know who told these girls that you can't. You're not supposed to pay taxes on this money. No, you do because when y'all on Instagram flashing all that money, you don't think the government watching?
0: Okay, somebody. Hello, somebody.
1: When you put it in your bank account, you don't think the government watching?
0: Tell watching them. Okay.
1: Like you have to put everything into this, and girls are now just doing it just to do it. Like there are some girls who are like. I'm doing this. um, If you watch stripper vlogs on YouTube, there are girls who are buying a business. Um, The girl Shorty Red, she bought her whole store, clothing store in Miami from her mommy. And she's been dancing for years, still dancing, just to keep it afloat. Um, There are people who actually have, there's one girl named Bray, she's trying to open up her own store. There's people who do have, like you're starting to see the separation of, girls who are just doing it thinking it's a profession which honey is not a profession it's not a career it's something to kind of keep you you know try to get you your goal and then you have girls who are like nah this is my money to make my goal do what I need to do get in and get out this game like let me make this fast money and dip out so some girls now they're not doing this for survival you could tell the OGs are the
0: ones that doing that for survival. Yeah, because I feel like Cardi like Cardi B is a, a prime person. I think that's a great example of who's doing it and was like, I did this for survival. Because, you know, Cardi B used to work at Sue's, And Suze used to be in Mount Vernon, which is not far from where I grew up at. So I was getting in that club at a young age, which now since they're shut down, it don't matter me saying this. I was like 13 years old. I was 13 years old in Sue's yeah. strip club. like, And Cardi B used to work there. But for her, it was kind of like... I'm trying to survive. I'm from the Bronx. I need to make money. I need to put food on the table. I need to feed my family. I need to feed myself. You know what I'm saying? And then she, you know, I feel like also with the logic of being a dancer, I feel like there's an appearance you have to keep up as well, like body wise in order to get, you know what I'm saying? Get them big dollars, get them, them big ass cash outs where it's like, okay, if I'm paying 200 to the house, I'm still taking home a good five stacks, six stacks. Like it's whatever to me. Right.
1: So even with Cardi Cardi B like. She was surviving, but look at, that's how she made a name for herself. Exactly. No, from that. So people don't understand, like, if you're doing it the right way and you're working it the right way, you really can, like, be successful off of it and actually kind of push yourself out of the game.
0: And, like, she has no issue either reminding people, like, this is where I came (laughs) from. This is my world. This is what helped me to get my come up. This is how I was able to do what I had to do and it's like it's a big stereotype that people have when it comes to the past of a lot of dancers like that's why i asked you like because Given she was a dancer, some motherfuckers really out there still looking at her as Cardi B the dancer. They're not looking at her, looking at her as Cardi B the artist. They're like, okay, mm-hmm. bitch, yeah, you got money now, and you might have married somebody wealthy, and you're making millions, you and you're, but you're still to me was a dancer, like, and you're gonna forever be a dancer. Which means, like, I feel like people ask what you do, or ask if you're a dancer, because I feel like they want to know where to place you and know where to respect uh-huh. you. But at the end of the day, no funny, my nigga. I'm making way more money than you're making. Probably, I'm making probably making your salary that you make in a year probably in a month.
1: And
0: sometimes I tell people that. Like, I'll be like, okay, but I make your paycheck in the night. So. Facts. move that over Because, look, I'm one of them, and I ain't got no problem admitting. Because Brittany be like, oh, I'm like, oh, well, you know what? That was my paycheck for two weeks. So, <laughs> like, sis, do your thing. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like, like, to me, it's, and again, it comes back to the pro-choice. It's your body. What you choose to mm-hmm. do with it and how you choose to use it. Okay, the only thing I wouldn't stand for, and I'm going to let y'all be known, is if she was out here prostituting. That's one thing I'd be like, oh, nah, sis, we got to find an alternative. And see, I
1: never, I never did that. Because some girls be in mom, the back and rooms and
0: VIP doing God knows what, I'm sure.
1: And I personally know somebody, I've witnessed them do it. But me, like, that's something, I, I promised that to my mom. And I promised that to you.
0: I was like, I would never, that drugs, I would never, like, go Word, because the epidemic like, with deep. drugs? I've in in seen some. i see seen
1: some stuff, bro. Like, Girl, that's why you look so.
0: Funny. Your nose. I be like, why? You, why you? Why you keep looking your nose so much? What's going on, sis? Like, like what's you? All right? You good? Like I'm twitching a
1: lot. <laughs> yeah,
0: like it's crazy. But it's like at the same token, like like I said, like it's like your modern day diamond, and I feel like your goal right now is to get back to Atlanta, which we know is a big place and a, another big place in industry for your for your, for your profession. I know gold room is one big place where like clubs and stuff in general but like everything right there in that buckhead area is pretty much where like everybody magic. making their money
1: magic city
0: Blue State, heck yeah so South what North do you Carolina, feel Nevada. what do you feel is like would be a big difference between like atlanta being a major a major part and miami's nightlife for you to feel like you could pursue the life that you want in order to move on and like leave delaware aside um
1: they're kind of the same, really. Miami's more touristic though. Atlanta is more.
0: But you be getting the pastors and the and that, the celebrities. Yeah, the, pastas,
1: the lawyers, the rappers. Yeah, like,
0: like you'd like you be same. probably seeing some faces like, oh, <laughs> I think you on TV. Oh, okay.
1: Hi, why are you
0: here? Because we know in that we know in the south like it's a big thing a part of the south culture for entertainers in the south to do strip clubs. Like it's it's a major thing. Like they do it in the north but like it's major. It's like literally their culture and their stamp of approval in the south like when you're an entertainer. That's
1: what I said. Miami and Atlanta crime kind of same. The only thing what um Miami is more touristic than Atlanta. Atlanta has more of the rappers and all that. But <sighs> Atlanta just it's too much <laughs> it's too much like Florida got the scammers more more than anything for Atlanta real you think people? for real that's yeah. the case
0: I would have never thought
1: scammers but and the, they got drug dealers don't get me wrong but they I feel like Atlanta got more of like <laughs> drug dealers I think because I know my I know Atlanta a little more so I'm kind of like
0: uh, yeah nah so it's like so when you get if you when you move to atlanta because we're not gonna say if when you move to atlanta would you would you be leaving the life behind or would you still be doing it occasionally
1: so i thought about this um (laughs) because this was supposed to be my last year completely i'm not done bartending because i think i'm already plugged in with a bartending job in atlanta already with a company so i'm good on that um I did think about that. Like, I was like, maybe one more year. But that's how you get sucked in. You'd be like, maybe one more year. Then maybe one more year. Right. But because of my family, I just wouldn't do it. I got. I, I just know too many people for me to be like, yeah, let me just do it this way. Um, bartender-wise, to be honest, bartenders make as much or more sometimes.
0: Yo, I um, heard that. And,
1: so I don't have no problem bartending. I'm like, I, right, I'll bar Like now, me bartending, I make more than something else. With no problem. Without taking my clothes off. <laughs> Just for me smiling.
0: Word, cause we be told me you got a hundred dollar tip. I said, my nigga, where I sign up?
1: Okay? <laughs> like, and a lot of times the bartenders, like we, the strippers make it, but sometimes the bartenders kind of make the club more enjoyable because they got the personality look good. Um, I do notice the difference between up here where the bartenders look more like strippers, but down there, they look more like bartenders. Like, they still making their money, but they look, you could tell... Word, because when I walked
0: in the club that day, I was like, okay, bro, this is what we wearing. Heard you, sis. Yeah. And I had to dance. Word. Now, that's how you, that's what you call a real bad bitch that's on a money-making mission. When you bartending and dancing at the same damn time, okay?
1: But... Down there, I would, I would definitely bartend. Like, me and my folks, we already talked about it. Like, once you get down here, you already know you're plugged in with my party company. You can promote, bartend. It kind of already like, I don't really want you in that light. But if you are, it, be bartender. And that's why I said I'm plugged in with clubs down there, but I just would not do it. Plus, you got to be a license. And you got to get licenses and stuff like that. I don't got time for that.
0: Wait, you got to get a license to dance?
1: <laughs> in Fallen County, yeah. It's like $400.
0: are you kidding me
1: yeah some places you gotta get licensed and I don't got time to be having no license and be paying $400 on top of
0: whatever else I gotta pay
1: for that's too
0: much that's a car note (laughs) ain't nobody got time for that yeah so so, and and, then
1: it's in the back of my back of his work from my mind
0: and because we already are on Atlanta, I don't know if you watched Beyond the Pole, which is a show that was about dancers that live the life in our, you know, inside of the reality of dancers and the lifestyle of a dancer in Atlanta specifically. Do you feel like for them, it's more, it's like more of a reason for them to have a reason to diminish and belittle women because they're, they made that reality show? Or do you feel like it, it possibly could have gave more insight to people? To let them know because you know Stormy Wellington is pretty much the producer of that show and she's one of the people who really went from dancer to millionaire like she really took her money from dancing and invested in herself and now has several businesses and is like making beaucoup, beaucoup money like and is trying to pretty much mentor the girls in Atlanta. To kind of follow and learn how to get out the game but having had to put so much into it where they feel like, you know, this is their end all be all. But like you said, it's a lifestyle that sucks you in. So they're like used to it. So they're just like, I want to leave, but this is like good play so money. Fighting. You know what I'm saying? Do yeah. you feel like that could have given a bad depiction of what it is to do dancing in Atlanta or what a dancer is? And it doesn't speak for all dancers, but just those specifically in Atlanta.
1: I'm kind of on the fence with this because I watched, like, I watched that. I watched a couple other ones that are out, and I watched the girls on YouTube who do the vlogs, whatever, and it's like, you're kind of glorifying. You're not showing all the ins and outs. Like, you're kind of showing the part that's glorified, but you're not showing the bad nights. You're not showing the nights that they're walking out with no dollars at all. Like, you're making it, it's like you're giving them insight, but don't give them don't pick and choose what insight to give them. Right. Cause there are nights that girls don't, they walk out when I-
0: Like you were saying, Britt.
1: But yeah, um, you just can't pick and choose. It's like, you gotta show all sides of it. Cause, Cause some girls are walking out with nothing in their pocket at all. And it's good that it's like showing insight. Cause it's not easy. A lot of people think it's easy. Yeah, it's easy to shake your ass in a club for a hundred dollars in a penny bottle. But, can you do that all night in eight inch six inch on a bruh,
0: like, I feel like you know, y'all be walking on stilts with them damn hell son I
1: be killing us like, and you still gotta have your hair done, have your makeup done, have your nails done, look a certain way, can't be like this, can't be like this, can't be fighting in the club as much as you might want to punch somebody in the face. like if
0: where do we be yeah. have you ever witnessed a Ronnie and Diamond situation? I always meant to ask, Girl, yes. you yes. And I be just sitting there Everybody clear the motherfucking dressing room I said everybody clear <laughs> the like, motherfucking dressing room Please
1: Like you just see it but Most of it is about money Like you stepping on my money or you took my dollars Or something like
0: that Child when you talking about that whole situation with the girls at the club When you was down here I was like oh no Cause you pretty much playing with my pockets sis
1: And I've had a situation like Okay so this situation has something, like, something to do with a bad girl a, a bad girl club person and I was going <laughs> at G5 and yes
0: I think I heard this story
1: she was in the section with the Baltimore Ravens and they actually asked me to come up and she was like at first she said to the bouncer I don't know where they're going and the guy came and got us and was like I want them in the, the section with us and she was like she's getting a look and I was like I mean if you chose me shorty, he chose me Like, <laughs> why are you mad so we went up there and she was like when they asked you to come up here you're supposed to get naked and dance for them but it's already too many girls and he literally attacked her and was like I didn't want her to come up here and dance I just wanted her to come up here and look cute and have bottles and he literally passed me and my friend just bottles Just buying us hookah and bottles all night and passing us money girl I was set for the whole night I was like I didn't have to dance I didn't get on stage she was like nah you can just sit here and chill with us
0: And see, I'm too self conscious because first of all Everybody, like, oh, girl, you will get money. I'm like, and that's phenomenal. But the way I'm set up, that ain't for me. Like, I'm more of like what I'm doing now. I'm a corporate girl. Like, I'm, I'm, little do people know I'm shy as hell. Like, I'm shy. Like, I don't. It's not easy. Yeah, and I give people credit. Like, it's not. Most of those girls got
1: smoke blunt where they got to take a shot or something just to, cause you know me, I'm not, I ain't really that friendly. So, I got to, you know, have, like, a drink or two before I, like, can really get into the flow of things. Because girls be like, hey, i would be like, girl, why are you talking
0: to me? I bet y'all can't guess what her dancing name is, though.
1: Yeah, it's Henny.
0: Okay, her, her dancing name is <laughs> Hennessy. But the thing about her name I think is so dope, though, is her name fits her. Like, first of all, we both are Henny girls. But the fact that her complexion is really Hennessy complexion is kind of like, damn, bitch, you really thought about that. You real deep and shit. You real deep. Because when she was telling me, when she was texting me, I was like, who the hell is Hennessy? She was like, that's my stage name. I said, oh, oh. My, and I spelled
1: it differently.
0: <laughs> so. You know, copyright infringements and shit. We don't hey, got time. I harm. was
1: like, I don't want to get sued. <laughs>
0: But that's crazy. I be feeling like females who do that type of shit be hating on the low. Because I I feel like females who do stuff like that, like whoever the person was from Bad Girls Club, they did that because they don't have the confidence to be able to exude to do that. And I think it it pisses me off because at the same token, everybody thinks like whenever you're a dancer, you always have to take off your clothes. Honestly, bitch, I can be a bad bitch and just have body and niggas just want to look at me and I don't have to take off one inch. And I think that's the misconception people have of what it is of dancing. And that's why they degrade what it is but y'all I feel like it only happens to females because when it comes to niggas who are out here pros- paying for pussy <laughs> ain't nobody con- trying to condemn them for paying for pussy out here fucking fucking 16 15 year old girls $10. who are being trafficked for $20 getting a blowjob but when you out I'm here bad dancing bad, and man. you bringing in stacks and you got zeros behind your money it's like oh she a hoe oh she nasty oh I don't respect you like
1: mm-hmm. And I'd be like, but you're the same person that was just trying to, you know what? And that's what I never understood. And that's something I always say to guys. When they come in, they tell me they from hacks or whatever. And they just got this and that. And I'd be like, okay, but if she did that for you for $120, imagine how many other men she just did that for that day. Hello? That week.
0: Hello, somebody. Week. Hello, somebody.
1: And it was like, you, like, we always had this discussion, like, you would never do it. I'm like, no. Like, I was like, I ain't gonna lie. The baby was like, yo, I'll give you half a bill. Since me ain't about that talk. Cause I'm gonna be like, sis, he said half a bill.
0: <laughs> and I'm gonna be like, you know what, sis? <laughs> it's debate. Go ahead and make your money, making missions. <laughs> like, Cause I just feel like also too, like sometimes you get a lot of the, the backlash and bullshit from people that that's in your circle. And mm-hmm. I feel like with Novi Brown, when she said, busted, sometimes the people have to question who you are and don't feel like they have to protect your life your circle is compromised like I feel like I've never judged you for you being a dancer or whatever you did it was more so of for me a concern was safety and the only reason I was safety concern for me because of my past and it's not it's something I'm working with my trauma but it's a safety concern for me because sometimes like like I said when you just get so glued up into what the television shows you and what you hear and see rather than going to the source itself to know what their experience is and try to get in their perspective it could fuck up your mindset to make you think something's a reality of what's really not because it's fiction so like I was like, more concerned like yo are they about to rape you they gonna try to make you fuck for some dollars like cause you know niggas know you adults be- out here too so like what's what's yeah. the tea
1: with that I feel like it's up to the female because and the reason why I say that is because the every guy if you're a dancer they're gonna try they're gonna always least try but if you have a strong stance and you're not like being scary like right, you kind of stand your ground they kind of back off they get real intimidated and they back off like i know a girl who on her birthday she got her head swinging by some dude because he yeah. thought he was getting some but she's the type of female remember i told you the, the girl when i was in charlotte that all happened
0: oh yeah yeah and, yeah yeah yeah.
1: and i was like yo what they wildin but she's like one of those females like she's real soft like she has a soft voice she's not real, she's like real scary then you got me who's like, I wish you would. <laughs> right. Like, I wish a nigga would. I wish... I, I fight. I, these hands is fine. They're very bisexual.
0: Okay. Like my sexuality. <laughs> I, yo, I be saying that shit all the time. But like, yo, like my sexuality, <laughs> my hands don't discriminate. Like, you will, can get it. I will rumble you. A nigga can get it and so, a bitch can get it. And Britney has seen pictures of, of what happens when you try me. I don't fight to... So, I don't fight to fight fair. I fight to win and protect my own life. Thank you.
1: Exactly. So when you, as a female first of all men are creepy let's just put that there. okay and they're men,
0: predators Especially Especially.
1: white. They're men. predators. Especially,
0: okay especially they're the creepiest men. motherfuckers I thought it was just me they're the creepiest motherfuckers <laughs> ever bro cause I feel like they're the motherfuckers <laughs> that was, never got no pussy or play in high school and they're just like now that I have money hey Billy let's go to the strip club
1: let's go to the strip club they want you to kiss their nipples, stuff
0: on their balls oh it's they want some real, fucking S&M S-N- shit like that shit be weird. sick they're really creepy black guys they
1: just want the, that ass shaking, and snake it, smack it up whatever white men are very creepy but if you stand your ground are very like i wish you would try me they kind of just they shut all that
0: down all right so because you brought this up now and we brought we brought the we already done brought the color into the situation do you feel like black men in a way have a little bit more respect for you when it comes to your profession and how to you know what i'm saying not to cross that boundary to doing way too much than, than the white man does Yes, and oh, I'm and I'm gonna even cool. put this. out. So I'm gonna even go a step further. The people of color, like Hispanics, because I know some Latinos that don't know what boundaries are and just feel oh, obliged okay. to do whatever whenever, just as bad as a white man. But they feel like because y'all have some type of melanin in both of y'all skin, it's a pass. Them little Mexicans. Let you me know what? I wasn't trying language. to discriminate. So I just said people of color because I'm gonna be politically correct on this podcast because I'm you know. <laughs> but I'm you know what I'm saying like they just feel obliged and it's mainly the ones honestly no shade that don't yeah. speak a licky, leaky of a little icky bicky of English
1: yes and it, it like the Latin men they and I had to explain to somebody I have to see it from their side in their country they can get whatever they want for a dollar so over here they don't think like that's not going to happen like that's they do want a lot more they're very very disrespectful white men they're disrespectful in a way but they what is it called i forgot what it's called when they're underlying like you're pretty for a black girl like they're kind of like back or a backhanded stuff.
0: compliment type shit but yeah
1: they like they do certain stuff and you have to keep what they're saying to you in order to like distinguish if they're being disrespectful or if they're being flirty, or whatever black guys they get disrespectful but when you kind of give them that look like all right now you doing too much like they'll my nigga off. chill out b. relax you're doing too much they'll chill out
0: i feel like black people like, just got an unwritten code in general like when you just give that look you like niggas like book, my nigga i see like, you you see me you know what's up i know what's up so what we about to do because we can end this on bad terms they're not they
1: just there and then off, off the strength they try to just show off to their friends too
0: because that and that's but, what we call little dick energy okay
1: but the white men, they just
0: go. You know I what mean, I feel though? I feel like white men do that because they have little dicks. Yes, because I've nobody, because I, men. ew, even me think of saying that. I just think about it like, ew. Who wants something but that's a pain? I've
1: met some white men that during a lockdown, dance, you know, you just can't help but feel what they got going. Like you be like, whoa, you were just whoa, you got packing. and they mm. so chill. So That's because you want to know them niggas so Probably is them same out.
0: motherfuckers Who be hanging around black people So they know how to condone themselves Like I got Feel big dick like energy you, you know what like I'm saying I've been ch- around enough females And enough African Americans To know how to conduct myself So I know how to act Exactly
1: but the- they, be they, like Han- Han- Han-
0: they be on their oh, hate. Han- they be on their What is his name Uh, What is it Chet Hanks Yeah They be trying to chill a little but bit like, They just be chilling Like they be just Like go so chill Do
1: you want to drink are you
0: hungry are you uh, we hungry? know okay y'all might not know but I know Britney's a fat ass this bitch yo I, just, I don't know nobody who can so eat food, so and much like, yeah. and the fucking food goes nowhere and it might be because she used to be running track but like literally this bitch can eat and she'll eat more than me and you be like yo where do you put it all As soon
1: as they be like you want some food I'm like yes you already know I'm not going to have no food so what you want order whatever I'm and I be it. saying especially
0: okay <laughs> when it comes to her goddamn tacos Don't come between this girl and her tacos. There's two things you don't come between this girl. You don't come between her money, her Hennessy, and her tacos. Don't do it. Don't do it. Especially her motherfucking tacos. Don't do it. I'll be like, yeah, I want tacos. But, yeah, it's a big
1: difference. A big, big difference. Like I said, if something like a black, cool. I could just give them, and they'd be
0: like, "Oh, my bad." Like, no word. Like, like, I was doing too like, much. on my bad, mind like, I was yes, doing too much. You know, Let
1: me relax. They kind of know, like, oh, okay. And then you get some men that you you could tell they never been in a strip club. They don't get no pussy. They just be too like, they too antsy. You be like, all right, like, have you been with a female before? Like, what's the point? <laughs> like, <laughs> why? Are you Let so me boring? tell
0: you. I've been to the strip club with Britney once. And let me tell you why I don't go to the strip club with Britney Because the <laughs> bitch plays on too many roles of dancing and being a dancer and a bartender. She be like, "Oh nah she's weak. She couldn't do that." Oh no, I could do that on the pole. That's
1: like, that's she be like,
0: "They be like, let like, me on the pole." Da 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 da. Like this is why I don't go. What? Let, word of advice? If you have anybody that's your family, friend, best friend, or anybody, do not go with them to the strip club. Because they will critique Except that shit and give a damn whole annual analysis. Like, you get an evaluation from your job, they will evaluate every fucking thing that girl do. Every
1: single one. But and then they could be able to, able to tell name. the
0: amateurs from the professionals. The ones that's been in it for years, and the one, compared to the ones that's and just, was, like, to but the But it's gang. crazy, because the men, like my, like, my best friend, my male best friend,
1: he loves going with me. Because he'd be like, you know how to pick, like, you could pick the perfect you and be like, oh, she's pretty. We should tip her. She all right. I don't want to tip her. Like, they just love it because they know, like, I'm going to pick somebody that's really, like, worth their time and money. Because I really will be in the strip club. Like, I ain't tipping that girl. She ain't do nothing.
0: Well, she ain't do nothing that I can't do. <laughs> I can do that. Like, if you could
1: twerk, I'm gonna be looking at you like, okay, you just twerk. And see. I got
0: a real fat ass. Then I'm gonna be like, hey, I'm one of them girls got who got the fat ass, which I probably would just get money for the fat ass. I probably ain't gotta do much but just the right cheek, left cheek, you know, on that whole, that's exactly. about it. And I can get tips. I can't. I
1: gotta, I gotta twerk. But you know, Brittany, y'all might not
0: know, but Brittany's more Britney. of a smaller frame. So she gotta put a little effort into it Cause she not you know she don't got the thick thighs Save lives like I do So everybody's like oh yeah Jess you can do that um I'm sorry I'm too shy And and I think that also comes from me being have been raped like I don't I'm very self conscious like I don't like sharing myself With people So if I gotta share myself with somebody and, and they're complete strangers I'm gonna be looking like yo what the fuck Am I walking in You know what I'm gonna just pass
1: but that's what's just like with one of your previous episodes when um Brady was talking about with people with being raped they either be hypersexualized or they're like really like closed in and see like with me being raped i'm the complete opposite i'm like i know what to do with it and i know what i got
0: okay because if you follow I'm the honest- bitch on twitter you would see i was one day i was like well goddamn somebody had the audacity one I time like- on snapchat to say like yo this your ls i'm like yeah and are you tipping her though on the process like if you're trying to send this shit to me to try to say some shit like I'm shocked and surprised and I'm supposed to just sit here and degrade her because again that's my best friend, that's my sister I'm not that type of female I'm not that female in general even if you're not my best friend or my sister but like if you wanna sit here and you know somebody that I know motherfucker don't be sending me a video, tip the motherfucker like what are you doing? Bert, well the Twitter thing like I
1: didn't get a lot of backlash for that I don't know how like a lot of people just like yo your body is amazing until my inner circle like you my mom when she was alive they were not y'all weren't surprised y'all be like girl what don't you do like, okay like, what you not gonna try like because i be sitting okay. there looking at
0: the videos like damn and i like you know how like you be looking at shit sometimes y'all and you gotta turn your head to the side and be like yo what the fuck how you do that like that's how i was looking at the videos like well damn can i and I'm over here, like, fixing my leg. Can I do that? Am I flexible enough? Oh, nah, bitch. You fall flat on your ass. Leave that oh. to the professionals. Oh. oh, yeah. So, like, okay, so we already discussed how you have your bachelor's in public health. You have your master's. You're going mm-hmm. for your RM, right? Your, 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 you know, your nursing degree. And you speaking to trying to go for your doctorate, which I don't know why she's thinking of this shit, but it wouldn't be me because I stopped at master's. Yeah, I cut it out on that one. I was like, you know what? Uh uh-uh. Because that's
1: too <laughs> much time. A hello. That's just match, like, a-
0: So, like, give people an idea of what you want to do with your degrees, because that's a lot of degrees, but they all intertwine and intersect with each other. Like one, you know, is a counterpart to the other. Well, I definitely
1: want to be a um, a healthcare administrator. Uh, I definitely want to run like a hospital or a nursing home. like a private clinic um the nursing thing i kind of put on pause because me and my grandma was just talking like as much as i wanted to be a nurse forever i have been saying i wanted to be a nurse i feel like that's not my calling i don't know why but i just feel like the universe and god is trying to tell me i know that's what you want to do but that's not what i'm putting that's not what i have set for
0: you baby girl (laughs) Yeah.
1: so i kind of put that on pause because of that because i was like and. If you really know, like how you know me, like I'm more of a background person, anyway. Hell yeah. So, I, yeah, like even with COVID, I was like, can I, have, with my health, like my mental health, could I have dealt with all that and been okay? <laughs> like, By the way,
0: Brittany is a Capricorn. She is a Earth sign. We're both Earth signs. Yes. The only reason why we get along is because. Capricorn is in my twelfth house, which if y'all don't know astrology, just look it up. But it's in my twelfth house, and so, sign. yeah. And my 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 son my sun sign, which is Virgo, is her moon. So we pretty much are like polar opposites, but sim- similarly the same thing because we're both Earth signs. So that's how we're able to like coexist because in reality we're not supposed to be so in sync. No,
1: I can't stand this. So off topic. that's my fucking Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> <my> I'm <fucking> Gemini. evil. <laughs> Like, so do you feel like Atlanta so
0: is Atlanta gonna give you that opportunity to pursue that dream like yes. full force? Yes. Like
1: I hate to say this, but I cannot stay in Delaware. <laughs> like and I felt like that for years. I've outgrown Delaware, I've outgrown people in Delaware. I have more of a social network and
0: I should have been moved to Atlanta. Um, especially after my mom guys, passed. I've been to huh? that, but I'm sorry, I ain't say nothing. Mm-mm. I ain't say nothing. I said, go ahead and tell your story, sis. Even after my mom passed, I should have been moved because I feel like
1: here it's just not for me. Like with the people, with networking, with everything, I'm just kind of like, nah, that's not, this never been me. And I have more, like I said, of a network in Atlanta. Like I can get plugged in anything anywhere in Atlanta. And there's like 20 different hospitals in Atlanta like uh-huh. every day I, yes i didn't even know that i was like I clearly know, i didn't know it needed so mother. clearly
0: you just enlightened me too bitch hello i was like, I was like what is
1: north side house i'm i'm texting my cousin I'm like what is north side hospital she's like oh god that's on this side i'll be like when did that exist <laughs> like, hello somebody but it, every day i get an email like okay this entry-level job is coming up this entry-level job is coming kind like every single day but you
0: your past entry-level bitch you're degreed but besides yeah
1: that, so well, entry-level for healthcare administration. Okay, like okay, You gotta okay. have, like, some experience. So, it's, like, it's so much more for me to do down there than up here. Up here, it's too compet. It's not too competitive. I shouldn't
0: say that. It's, it's too stagnant. It's stagnant. Yeah. It's, it's stagnant.
1: Too, it's not that many jobs.
0: So, but I'm gonna let y'all know this. I was in Delaware. I stayed. So, okay. We both, Brittany and I, we both graduated in 2012. We both stayed in Dover. We both left over at the same time and moved back up top. So Brittany moved to Newcastle. I moved to Newark. If you're not familiar with Delaware, they're pretty much in the Newcastle County area, which is closer to like Philly, Jersey, that area. And Brittany then left me to go to Miami. Mm-hmm. So I was basically in Newark by myself. And then when Brittany came back to Delaware, we literally was probably around each other for what, like a year or two. Mm-hmm. And then I left and moved to Charlotte. So then now she's still in Delaware. So now I'm just like, okay, bitch. Well, now that I really left and I and but the difference is Britney's from like lived and went to school in Delaware. So like that's, that's her roots. That's where she's familiar. That's where she has family. That's where she grew up at. As for me, I, we both went to school there, but it wasn't where my roots were. Cause my roots are in New York. So me leaving and be like, okay, well F this, I've outgrown it. It's time for me to move. It was a little bit easier because I wasn't leaving anything behind as opposed for her. Her grandmother is her main concern because they're super, super tight. So, I totally get it. Because, like, my relationship that i told y'all what I have with my grandmother is how Brittany is with her grandmother. So, I wouldn't think, like, when her mom passed away, which is major, it played a real impact, I think, on both of their lives. Where they kind of felt like they needed each other. Which I keep telling her all the time is why you stayed. Because that's the only reason I stay close to Delaware is for my mom when my grandmother passed. Because... I knew that was pretty much her lifeline Right so it was a sense of security because I'm only two and a half Hours away she can be able she used to be able to pop up On me whenever she wanted when I seen Shorty was able to go to Jamaica for a whole week And ask me to babysit the puppies oh sis You're good so I'm good So it's time to go for me to live my life like Sometimes parents normally do that or like caregivers Or like grandparents sacrifice for us But they don't realize sometimes we take on The burden to do the same for them So like when we when that when it's a major Death like that when you lose a child you lose a parent you kind of like yo Me and you in the same mental space but we know In the black community it's said what's said is unsaid It's kind of like you know you need me I need you so we gonna just try to make this thing Work and then when I see You good as my you know as my Grandparent or as my mother that's when I know I can Branch off and know that you in good hands like all state Yeah cause now
1: she like Okay well you can go before I can go I'm like what you tell me <laughs> Okay
0: grandma's already trying to sell the house okay I just want y'all to know She's trying to sell the house she's getting repairs done she's like Get the fuck one oh one
1: yeah i was like my you know my main concern is just leaving you like if i leave before you she's like oh you can go you can <laughs> okay but grandma me. got a
0: whole boo too so grandma's not thinking about Brittany. she okay? don't care
1: she she's care. like she's
0: pretty much trying to tell her like when are you leaving
1: <laughs> she was like i mean we talked to him the other day she was, he was like oh so y'all both going she was like yes yeah, we both going <laughs> 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 i was just like well, okay well <laughs> and People like okay. Well, then somebody told me you're never
0: gonna leave.
1: I was like, honey. Oh, they must not know by you. In the the year,
0: they must by not the end know of you. Year,
1: we me and her like, I told because I need her to be four
0: hours away so I can have familiarity in my life. Because this is for the birds. I'm tired of celebrating Deltaversaries. anniversaries. I'm tired of us having to be so separated for birthdays. Like that's corny. Uh huh. It's corny. It's oh, whack. No,
1: sis, what are you doing?
0: It's super whack in my Selena voice. That's super whack in my Selena Johnson voice. Okay. Yeah. So because you're, you're currently have your other studies and you have your degrees, like I said, Stormy Wellington went from techniques to teaching and now a millionaire and there's a stigma now you can feel attacked, you know, attached to be given to like your success. So because you would be more successful because you are educated as well as you having the background of being a dancer, knowing the inner, cause I feel like when you do that, you have an inner work as knowing how business works without having to get a business degree. So do you feel men really feel intimidated by this success if you were to just be like, okay, you met me in the club, now I'm successful, you want to marry me, you feel like they're like, well, damn, bitch, you used to make more money than me, and then, then you got your real nine-to-five, like, well, I don't know if I could be with you because you you bringing home the bacon. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs>
1: because I, what I've noticed, that this is not even just the that. this is just successful black women, period. They get intimidated. They don't okay. like not being breadwinners. They don't like not feeling like the man. They don't like anything that makes them feel lesser than a woman.
0: Demasculated, and, but that's only your mind, though.
1: Yeah, and it also is like being in this industry. What I've learned is because they know how much we're making, they have an idea. They feel like a lot of them have that, um Which I ain't gonna lie, I did have this mentality. What you can do for me, I could do for myself. Okay, boo so boo. Hello. You're not. How you doing? You're not, you're not really adding too much other than sex, like you know. So they kind of get intimidated on that part, or they can't match what I'm doing. So it's like that's what they get. So you they can't get, match my
0: fly. Past. I feel like that's like and the Lettucey song. How you gonna add to me? And if y'all haven't heard the Lettucey exactly. song, how you gonna add to me? Go listen to it because it's an anthem I feel for black women. How you gonna add to me? i need some need relation good conversation don't need no intimidation what's your motivation how you gonna add to me
1: because and they also think for dumb so they don't have Child. Dumb. Don't,
0: like, don't don't demi- dumb, don't dumb. don't believe don't try to don't don't try to play my intelligence don't don't yeah, you do it i'll
1: be like oh you want to talk about this oh we can talk about that and like i said they get jealous and when they get jealous they get controlling that's how things just start to.
0: Child, we're not gonna go into that because I already know we're gonna go into that one.
1: Yeah, but they get intimidated. They, there's very rare you get the men who are not intimidated, and they genuinely are just like, I really don't care. Like as long as you know, I make you happy, I don't care. Then there's the men that live off of you because of what you're doing. Sure. And there's the men who. Oh my goodness. They get intimidated. Like they're like. Oh with that like she don't need me for nothing well honey
0: that's a personal problem Brittany had a bozo one time that was living off of her and i don't like him i nice. still don't like him well once Big one. yeah a bozo i like i said a bozo who's on bozo behavior we don't do bozo behavior be real fam bam we don't do bozo behavior around these parts
1: Mm-mm. we gonna talk about that that's
0: a whole other story but just know i beat him up okay next story <clears throat> moving on to okay. the next what is your success theme song and why if you were to have to pick a theme song like if there was a theme song right now and you had to play it and it was your anthem what would be your anthem as your successful theme song and why would it be
1: um this is hard because the only song i can think of is all Be above by mayno and that's because you know of some of these the kids ain't hit to
0: mayno because they came I know, I probably they was born after like well. mayno was really a popping thing
1: But if they wanna know, they need to listen to that song. And if you've gone through a lot of things in your life, you need to listen to that song. Cause that song will really have you like in tears if you really listen to the words of it. But I think with everything that I've been through, even with now going through with this, that's like the perfect song. That and it's another song. If y'all remember Drewski from College Hill, take a moment because you know that's my boo I forgot
0: about Drewski
1: (laughs) he has a song called need to be and he says I'm where I need to be but not where I need to be and that song is it's A1 you gotta listen so I can learn something
0: yeah I'm gonna have to go listen to that because I forgot about Drewski and I'm pretty sure Brittany thought about this College Hill shit when she was over here binge watching I'm pretty sure because that's how she get ideas and shit
1: that and he cool that's what I was talking about he cool he real cool um
0: Oh, yeah. oh! So we need to have a conversation after yeah. conversation offline. Okay, heard you, sis. Heard you.
1: That's when I was. I don't, that's the one I was like, I, I put in his inbox, and I saying, he's real cool. Like we can have a conversation. He's real cool. But okay, yeah, we gonna about talk him. about
0: that one because I I wasn't hip to him. Okay, I didn't know that's who it was. Okay, great. We are gonna talk about that. <laughs> that's him. That's not for the people but to hear. He um he has
1: that song that so and I probably um later on. Like, when I started doing my YouTube stuff, I'm having some of his songs on my videos. Because him and his songs are, like, really something that people need to listen to. So
0: Okay, so you it. brought up YouTube. What are your next steps outside of your your end goal professionally with using your degrees and moving to Atlanta? What are next steps for you to flourish in your entrepreneurship?
1: Uh, beauty. Because if y'all didn't know, I do like makeup. I am pretty good at makeup. That was a hobby of mine. We're not gonna talk about how I did and dad and be inconsistent, but beauty and I do want to influence younger women because I feel like we need to be a voice to younger women.
0: Brittany got um, a story, y'all. She got a real story
1: because these people are so lost. Y'all get people get so lost in social media and all this other stuff, and they don't think about certain things that's going on in life, or there's not that guidance. It's always like this is what we're telling you how to get over it or how to do it and it's like no baby that's not how you do that that is not how you do that no that is not the great thinking
0: okay that wasn't smart
1: that was not smart and trust me i know it's not smart because i've been there
0: (laughs) okay been there done that boo
1: (laughs) been there done that 10 years ago so
0: So, like with the makeup, are you going to just try to be like more of an influencer for makeup or try to like have your own line at some point or what we'll, we'll be talking here. We'll be talking.
1: I'm thinking influencer cuz I feel like everybody can do their own makeup. Everybody can be taught how to do their own makeup. Like me like who want... needs to
0: be taught cuz I'm a basic Betty bitch, okay?
1: Like it's cool to go to a makeup artist every once in a while for a special occasions, and I'm not taking away from makeup artists. But there's a lot of females who can like learn just just by watching. Or take somebody taking the time out and just teaching them. Because our problem is we don't like teaching people things. Mm. They just want us to like mm.
0: get oh, better preach. Yeah, here you go. Get but better now, reach. If
1: you take your time and like actually teach somebody, like, no, that's that you shouldn't do that because of X, Y, and Z, then it makes a difference. And just give you ideas. Like, girl, you trying to look cute for that man, okay, here you go. But you shouldn't be looking for for him anyway, you should be looking cute for yourself,
0: okay? You better say that.
1: Or, okay, you're going out one look like this, you should put this one like something.
0: So, like you said, you wanna influence because you wanna be able to try to be a guidance and try to, you know, have an impact on a lot of the younger generation. So we all know that Pam Greer was iconic in Black Exploitation, which is a film genre, um mm-hmm. in the early nineteen seventies, which was considered controversial to society which some also agree still that it's controversial that Pam Greer was seen as like a sex symbol um and then you had also had Black Power with the Phoenix Shakur based off like the Black Power movement and then there was roles outside of you know stuff like with the Mamies that were brought into African-American culture you know into the mainstream um given that Pam Greer is still seen as like the iconic sex symbol for African-American women do you feel like even though you have your pam greer's your phoenix your and like stuff like a mamie which is also real prevalent nowadays given that everything going on in the world with us you know being subjected to the racism going on in this country do you feel without those three let's say those three type of you know i want to say not say implications but three different perceptions of black of black women Mm-hmm. Do you feel like without them you probably wouldn't be as successful as you are in your industry and you know and your profession and how you're making your money?
1: Yes, um, because when it comes to like Athena, let's take the manis out of this because I I really cannot stand that stereotype of black women like that to me is just like so.
0: <laughs> it's on some Kim. Like, it's on some Kim. From a different world type, I don't wanna see it, I don't wanna hear it, and I don't like to speak. Yeah,
1: like you just you just be like Hear no "No, evil, see no evil, speak no evil. (laughs) The Aunt Jemima and all like
0: Chow Girl.
1: I can't stand that stereotype. But but we raised our children. Anyway. (laughs) That's here nor there. When it comes to Pam Greer, I feel like that's what helped our industry because we're seen as a sex symbol. And we are very sexualized as black women. I know I'm about to piss somebody off, but I do not care.
0: This is yeah. called Just Be Real podcast. Give us that 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 Just Be Real bomb, that real that Be Real bomb drop. Come on, Britt, give us that Be Real bomb drop.
1: Let me tell you something. Most racist white men love black women. They like how white girls fetish over black men. They fetish over black women. They just don't speak out loud like white girls. Boop. They Ooh, love somebody's mad they like I want a black woman they just don't like black men they're intimidated by black men that's very obvious
0: probably cause they, they, they dingoes, but that's besides the point
1: exactly so they love black women that's why like I, I feel like Pam got more publicity and she's more known than Afina it's okay to be a Pam but you gotta be Afina too mm-hmm. you can't you can't mix, You can't just be one or the other. Like, it's Pam is more known because they sexualize us in that motion. But I'll take it back even further. Dorothy Danbridge. <gasps> I loved her. And people look at it. Oh, she's beautiful. She's this, but that's a black woman. You you forgot the whole point. She's a black woman.
0: Dorothy she's Dandridge, Eartha Kitts
1: <laughs> Let's take it back even further. Marcus the original, darling. The original Betty Boop.
0: Hello. Which we still don't get credit for because Betty Boop was originally a black woman, but we're not gonna get into that. We're gonna say that for black we're gonna say that for another day.
1: Because they sexualize us. So when they overly sexualize us, it it uh it makes us overlook the penis Shakur's.
0: That's yeah. the whole part. I feel like the Affini Shakurs don't don't get looked at as much because the Affini Shakurs are pretty much what you know is like my era, which is like the Rhapsodies, mm-hmm. The beat, the Bree Steves, the you know, Queen Latifah's MC Lights, which those are the Affini Shakurs. They're giving the same message of trying to just, you know, uplift black women in their own but avenue. It's but it's not sexualized because they out here dressing in Tomboy Chic. Mm-hmm so you're not getting a so. whole full figure or they body so when you see them you're like well damn that's what you've been working with this whole time but they don't want you oh, yes, to focus yes. on their body they want you to focus on the message
1: mm-hmm. but I, I feel like even
0: with Pam Grier she still had a message like, I feel like even when you're a dancer you have a message it's just that your yeah, body is more of the messenger
1: and that's what I think with like Dorothy Danbridge and with Pam Grier like y'all so focus on yeah she got a body yeah she's pretty but think about the message behind it, what she's doing you're so blunt. It's just out for the rat for the newbies. Megan Thee Stallion, Megan The Stallion, is so sexualized. Y'all forget that her mom and her grandmother passed in the same month, and she wrote a whole song about it.
0: And before there was a Megan Thee Stallion, the first one to really sexualize culture in the hip hop culture or music industry was Lil Kim.
1: And she had a whole message. It
0: had what a whole was message. Sexualizing
1: her, y'all forget the whole message. You, you, oh, she broke you her boob out. Okay, but did you listen to her song? <laughs> Where, what where she was saying fuck
0: niggas get money as in like let them don't let these men get your head so caught up that you forget your purpose baby girl and be, don't forget about your money and your finances like don't let no man take care of you make sure that you're taking care of yourself so if he decides to walk the fuck out you set
1: it's like okay another example for now for y'all city girls the city girls a lot of people it's very controversial with the city girls y'all so focused on they telling you use your pussy for a bag and stuff that's not what they're saying girl that's not what you missed the message
0: sis baby girl you're
1: missing the message that's not what they're saying what are they saying they're saying get it on your own and don't let a man take from you you take from him hello (laughs) but why are you not getting the same message think
0: that's true but you know that also ties into the 2000s video vixen like the hip-hop honey quote unquote like that helps yes. to promote the nightlife and culture that you're in now and it's just like a nuanced form of sex work it that's that's what they're pretty that's pretty much what it is it's like they're doing pretty much what you're doing but instead of them doing it where like you're doing it where you're just doing it in front of random strangers and it's in a private setting they're doing it where it's publicly seen through everybody's households and everybody can just take a glimpse of what's going on and people
1: are not looking at it as they, people looked at it as oh they are video effects they're beautiful they show their body welfare. but you're not looking at it as okay do you remember when we could not be on MTV but they hello it. cause it was
0: shit like yo MTV raps it was the first gateway for blacks to really get their voice out on the mainstream on music television
1: Like y'all are not thinking about this there's a bigger picture behind all this
0: but at the same token all they all have aspiring careers to pursue but use this as a platform to get there like that's exactly. where they start getting their net worth to get their net worth up so are we explo- exploiting the culture now that we are doing it for the almighty dollar like a lot like you said a lot of girls are doing it for the almighty dollar as opposed to them doing it for them to get their net worth to build to have generational wealth yeah
1: because they're losing the cycle of it, they're not. They're not thinking about the goal. They just like, okay, I'm getting the dollar, I'm getting a dollar. But it's like, okay, you're getting a dollar, but are you sending a message behind the dollar? Yeah, that's nice that you got five thousand dollars tonight, but that five thousand dollars doesn't mean anything if you're not doing something with it. This is true. Well, you didn't. You didn't. You end didn't invest like it yet. Yeah, you didn't invest it, or yeah, girl, Drake was in the club last night, and da da da. I was in the section. That's cool, but did you network with Drake, knowing that you're an aspiring singer? Oh no, girl, I was just in the section. Then what was the point?
0: Because you know you was only hyped <laughs> to get that selfie. That's that's oh know. so classic.
1: What's
0: that point? So classic.
1: So you was next to this man, and you didn't think.
0: But see, that also puts in the position of men are put in positions of power, while seen as 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 we're seen as subordinates. So, do you feel like that in a way, like you just said, brought up Drake? Do you feel like in a, in a position like that, you would feel belittled? No,
1: because he a person just like I'm a person. i I'm not a starstruck person. Oh. That's Honestly, because you barely like that.
0: motherfuckers, Brittany. That's why.
1: And then it's like, there are people just like I'm a person. This they were true. down at the bottom just like I'm down at the bottom. So why not just use that opportunity to be like, hey, I'm so-and-so. What you doing? And if you have a personality that really sparks their attention or you have that energy or that vibe for my 3rd eye people, then it's gonna, they're gonna remember you. They're gonna be like, yo, know, I remember shorty. Sure. Da-da-da-da.
0: Yo, your name Brittany, right?
1: Yeah. It's just That's like, true though. Uh, it's just like with, even though he's not really like he's a celebrity, but he's not celebrity like with Drew. He don't need to be paying me no mind, <laughs> but it's because I give him conversation and I make him think and I pick his brain or we laugh or we joke. He constantly like is starting to like, yo, if you get down here, we it, we going here. I'm gonna take you here. Da da You have to make an impression. What do they always say? First impression.
0: It's the lasting impression. Like, and there ain't no do overs, damn it.
1: Exactly, and people don't think like that. They just think of like, how you, um, that's Drake, and I'm Lester, girl. That is the that is the man.
0: But that's but that's <laughs> no, but dead serious though. Like like you said, I'm it's not tough, I'm not a yeah. starstruck person. Okay, wait a minute. Correction i'm not a starstruck person but if i ever meet queen latifah in real life i might just faint like and that's like no holds barred for real for real because if y'all don't know i am a big queen latifah fan like i've followed her since i was a kid if i meet her in the brat oh forget about it i don't know how i'm gonna act because to other people y'all might have learned them in different life but for me that was my childhood so that's who helped Mm -hmm. create and build me and my self-esteem and feel confident about myself but like when i met b simone i was chill when I met, like, you yeah,
1: was You was like, "Oh, hey,
0: girl." I was talking to her like, "Oh, hey," she don't even know she my bestie. Like, and then when I met Rhapsody I was chill as fuck. When I met Rhapsody we had a whole moment like, and a vibe, like
1: Bree Stevens, like Bree like, It was
0: a whole bestie. vibe. Same thing with Kiana Ledé, a whole vibe. Now Selena, when I first met her, I might have been a tiny bit starstruck, but she couldn't tell. Thank God. And if she listens to this, this has been six years later, so it's okay. <laughs> At this point, I'm family, so it don't make no never mind family as in friend and family you know cause you know I was a fan but you know I'm past that phase now especially when you don't stand in line when everybody waiting to get an autograph you just be sitting there like okay I'm waiting for these people to go cause me and you about to chat it up for a second but like I wasn't starstruck like I was starstruck but she couldn't tell I was starstruck she probably if I were to tell her that now she'd be like Jess you was a fool you was starstruck for what But it's like when you people see people on TV and then you meet them in real life and have one-on-one dialogue, like it's one thing to meet them, take a picture, but it's another thing to have conversation, especially when it's somebody like you say you admire, like a money-making mission, like I connect. Amanda Seals, let me tell y'all. If I meet Amanda Seals, I don't know if I'm not going to be star If I'm going to be like, a yo, hey, Amanda, how you doing? I'm just going nice to meet you. Or if I'm going to be on some, cry. yo, Amanda, my girl, and just start crying and not say, say nothing else cry. and be stuck. <laughs> because when you really admire females who have not paved the way, but you pay homage to, like, I always mm-hmm. tell people all the time, like, I ventured out on this podcast, you know, not on a money-making mission, but just to be a, be, be a voice. And I did it based off the blueprint of Amanda Seals, and I call myself baby Amanda Seals it's because I respect that woman so much for what she does for our culture. Before this all was going on, Amanda was always talking about black lives and was always talking about the black culture. But now everybody want to give her, her credit and give her apologies because they see like, yo, you was actually right. Oh, so now that the, now the, the world's in the uprising, the uproar, now you want to give me my roses and try to give me my Trending. accolades and try yeah. to respect what I'm doing. Trending. Nah, fuck out of here. I'm glad Trending. you're here yeah, and I'm, God, I'm, I'm God. glad you're getting she inside it. Out. But yeah, but like, fuck, fuck you. And I'm not mad at it. But I've been on Amanda's sales since the days of my brother and me in 94 when she had that same adamant you know demeanor to be like yo I'm standing for my people I'm here for my people I'm here for whatever same thing with Selena like I stand for people I'm here for it same thing with Stassi Stassi Quinn from Bad Girls Club I love her to death like if I were to meet her I'm pretty sure it would be some chill stuff but like I take the I opportunities that are presented to me and I use them as not saying I'm trying to use somebody but I build those general relationships because if I really admire you I'm good I feel like I'm I'm willing to I can probably be, come under you as your wing for you to teach me some things because we're never too old to acquire knowledge. And in order for you to acquire your money-making missions and get to those goals, you have to be willing to be receptive to take advantage of those opportunities. Like when I went ahead and everybody's like, "Oh, you just living your best life in 2020." Cuz I had a a video chat with Amanda Seals and I met Rhapsody which everybody knows who I love and admire. It's like, nah, I had the same opportunity as everybody else who was able to buy a $75 ticket or buy a $50 ticket to have a one-on-one minute conversation with Amanda. I just chose to use mine Wisely. I just chose to promote myself and let them know that I respect you for your craft and the work and the time that you put in to lay down a platform and a foundation for younger sisters like me to be able to elevate because you can never have anything to elevate if you have no full foundation and I think that's what's missed in like when I say this is the that's why this episode is called money making missions is because we're all about getting a hustle and making money but if you have no sole purpose and you're doing it without a purpose it's irrelevant and redundant if you can't take
1: everybody's so microwavable exactly it's so
0: microwave like Brittany can attest to you like I've had B-Real relations for the last five years I started my my company five years ago I'm just now getting fruition and getting it off the ground to where I semi wanted to be it's not fully there but it's better than where it was when I first started I was doing custom jackets for $60 with the jacket included now I have a price point between 200 to 300 400 jackets that I'm creating for people who are willing to hey, pay me for my craft. these
1: jackets
0: I know that. <laughs> <laughs> was that where I'm putting in my time and effort and those who are not willing to pay my price I know they're not worth my time like I don't want nobody cheap not wearing my jacket the same way that you would go ahead and want to buy a $5,000 Gucci belt, give me that same respect and putting that invested into my craft because I'm doing this hand painted and I'm not even sketching what I'm doing. I'm doing this freehand. So once I started investing in myself and taking the money I was making at Apple and paying off through the loans and buying materials and crafts and buying jackets like, yo, can I make you a free jacket? Like the jacket I did for B Simone, that probably would have been a $500 jacket. I did it for free because, one, it's, it's promotion if she wears it. Uh-huh. Two, it's helping me enhance my skills to know, yo, you can do a portrait on a jacket. You know how fucking dope you are? Like, it reminds me, like, yo, it doesn't end here. With this podcast, I had so much great feedback from people. Even Brittany was like, yo, I see big things for this podcast. Like, there's a lot you're about to do and change up the game with this that the world don't even know that's going to happen. I don't see the vision. But as long as my circle sees fun. the vision, that says enough right in there that my circle's not compromised. And it's not because I'm doing it on a money-making mission, but I'm doing it on a moral-based mission. I want to be able to instill back in those morals. I'm trying, like I said, like in my, my bio, I'm trying to take out back to Hillman on the 90s tip, but give it with a 20 ter- 21st century twist. Like, that's where we kind of lost in this part, I feel. And like we said, with like the 2000 with the video, the hip-hop honeys and even in your profession... People are losing the message and are trying to just pick and choose out what's going to work for them for them to be able to criticize and judge. So how far are we going to get then, women? But everybody posting, I don't demise a queen. I uplift her. But a lot of y'all don't even live in the words that y'all was reposting with y'all pictures, though. Exactly. It's just
1: like the OnlyFans thing. Like me, I would personally not do it. But I don't knock anybody who was doing it because you're using what you have to get what you want and to do something like a 20 year old bought a house from only a house like full-blown the whole house no mortgage no nothing 20 years old off of OnlyFans and y'all and the only thing y'all can look at is but she was on OnlyFans do you have a house
0: Okay. <laughs> Did Where you there's no mortgage $1,000? and it's
1: and it's flat cash pay, paid out.
0: Okay, I don't think Paid
1: so. out? You don't have a house. She's 20 with a full blown house fully paid
0: off. Forget the only She has a house. Right. Fully paid off. And I feel like also with that, it comes with the stigma of, like, BET After Dark. I know a lot of y'all probably weren't old enough to, to, you know, experience this. I know, they're not even old enough. But, um, Tip Girl was a major, a major pillar of BET After Dark. Especially when he swiped that credit card through that girl's ass. Which people feel and say, like, was a way to degrade women that were, uh, you know, video honeys. And then you had, you know what I'm saying, Corinne Stephens with her book of confessions of a video vixen. And then you had people like Candace Smith who were in the industry who worked with people like Russell Simmons you know, big hip hop moguls who call hip hop sets as like degrading. So do you feel like sometimes you gotta be behind the scenes, like I said, to take the facts from the people that were there and listen to what they're gonna give you rather than just like, okay, well, this is what the world sees. Let me just go about what the world sees and make them satisfied. Um, with like the whole superhead
1: thing, Come across, that's what she on for. See, I because just said would, Corinne
0: we, Stephens. I try again, we're trying to be politically correct here.
1: I know, but then you got the youngest who probably like who? Superhead <laughs> with her. <laughs> it's like that book just gave so many people insight of what really happens true in the sex industry, like in the hip hop industry. And now that we're older and it's becoming more, um. the light about sexual abuse and coercion and all that if you reread that book now with the mindset we have now you're gonna be like that girl was forced (laughs) like she in her mind she was forced like i have to do this in order to get where i need to be i have to do this to do this and i gotta do this to do this like and nowadays it's still kind of like that in a way but kids nowadays they just they lost they just lost just all lost because nowadays it's like you don't gotta do all that back then you probably had to do all that she took a big but there's so many more
0: outlets and avenues to get exposure now like social media is major
1: so it's like you don't have to do all that but some people are so lost in that well i have to do that no you don't Back then you probably did just to get exposure And in her mind, it was like that, just for me. And that's a big risk to name big people the way she named big people.
0: Child, that was a gag order in effect, honey. Okay, you
1: about to have a whole lawsuit. Hello, somebody. (laughs) Yo, I have
0: to stop listening to Selena because I keep saying "hello, somebody," and that's something she keeps saying. So there you go, my mentor. See, my mentor has an influence on me. Hello, somebody. I keep saying it. Like I gotta stop saying that. But
1: it's too many ads, and I think that also is what makes kids nowadays lazy there's
0: too many avenues. It's too easy.
1: It's too easy because people are really money. building
0: building empires. B Simone's a prime example. You're building empires off social media. And we were
1: rooting for her. <laughs> we was rooting for you.
0: We were rooting for you in my Tyra Banks voice. So why do you feel people look at this in macrospect instead of microspect when it comes to your you know professional your mission or your money making mission as a hustler?
1: Because they only look at the, um, what's being shown in public. Mm. They only, they only looking at us shaking our butt, shaking our ears, making money, and that's it. But they're not seeing the hard work that actually go into it. So some people, it really looks like we just twerking at a thousand dollars.
0: This is true. <laughs> that's
1: really what it looked like. But in reality, that's not what it looks like. It's a business. It, it's a lot more to it than just that. Like, a lot more. Like I said earlier, you got house fees, security, DJ, house mom, you got to invest in your clothes, your hair, nails, all that. So people just look at, and that's why I said it's being glorified over too much. You can go on Instagram right now, and every stripper that's like out there as a stripper, it's literally her and money. Her half naked and then a whole bunch of money. But she not showing you? How much her clothes are. How much her hair is. How much house she's in. Her slow nights. People coming up into her, harassing her every day. Why like, they not showing you all that. And that's why I have a problem a little bit with the vlogs and stuff. It's like, you can't pick and choose what you want to show. Right. Show all of that. But
0: show the everybody creepy guy. Am, right. Show
1: the creepy guy. Like man how Diamond had that stalker from
0: the, from the strip club that Instead, came to her crib. That.
1: Like, show stuff like that. The creepy man that just won't stop staring at you from two two seats away like
0: right so what would you um, give Brittany for girls a- a- advice or like what would be a be real bomb that you would give to females who want to come into this industry who are already in this industry who are trying to get out the industry and try to explore what would you give them as a be real bomb um
1: for those who want to girl if you don't have to don't <laughs> like, it's like it's too many start a lash line, start a beauty line, start a hairline start a bundle line, do something else pretty much do something else Um, investing in yourself to do something else, being a lash tech costs what $500, go be a lash tech like do something else girls who are in the industry or trying to get out, remember your end goal set an end goal and just be like okay I'm doing this for what reason and continue to remind yourself of what the reason is behind it don't get so caught up that you forget. Like, why am I doing this? Because right. there's too many old heads. There's too many like what we call them. Damn, I just thought of it.
0: Veterans. Not
1: old. Yeah, it's too many veterans. Like, it's too many people that's been in the game for 20. Girl, we got a 60 year old dancing down and I'd be like, "Ma'am, you need to retire." She looks like
0: you need to be retiring. but you
1: needed to retire. Right. <laughs> like she, you know, like that's somebody who never had an end goal. They just got an industry just get in it, and they just never had an angle. You gotta have an angle. This is not a career, right? You're not make it a career. You'll get no health insurance, no four hundred one k. Like right. it, it does not, nothing for you at the end. So don't make it something that is
0: your end all be all
1: forever. You I get you,
0: you. Well, Britt. You- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. going I
1: was gonna say, and if you are in the industry, don't get caught up in the nonsense. Please don't. It
0: ain't even worth it. <laughs> Don't mess for up your money. money. Don't mess <laughs> up the money. All
1: fast money ain't good money now. Okay. If it
0: sounds
1: too good to be true, probably. Probably if anybody would have like Probably is. Him, probably <laughs> is. <laughs> he run for us. Run. 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 <laughs> run. You want to run.
0: Well, yeah. Well, Britt, I appreciate you for okay. being on of course. the podcast today on money making missions, you know, giving us the insight. On how you make your money on your missions.
1: Of course, of course.
0: So I appreciate you. Of course, you know I love you dearly. I to me you're dope Jamie as you hell. Sister. You're dope as hell. But um, thanks again. And on air, thanks for tuning in. Be real, fam bam. On air. Let's just be real. Alright, so that was Money Making Missions with the Realists. I'm glad y'all tuned in. Appreciate y'all kicking with me again today. So, as I always say, on air, let's keep it real. And always remember, be real, be true, and only be unapologetically you. Until next time, fam bam, peace and blessings.